0: Hello, on the mic. Tinez talk once again on the rise, talking about a special sport alongside Eric Guerrero. How are you feeling today?
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it doing? I'm uh, feeling great. I'm excited to talk about these international summer games, um, and then also the transfer window as well.
0: Transfer window is definitely going to be a big one, especially on this talk, talking about football
1: too many transfers to be honest with you man and summer was filled
0: with lots of football lots of sports overall because we had the olympics as well
1: yes we did we did um it was crazy man seeing all these games uh sadly you know the olympics were in tokyo so time difference so it was kind of hard to watch the games live so did you
0: wake up at any moment to watch any of them or
1: i tried to but to be honest with you my alarm didn't wake me up
0: okay i did watch the final of uh, brazil when they beat spain okay Uh, they went for gold and once again brazil showing that you know they can do well i mean you got uh old young lookalike uh danny alves playing still and Mm -hmm. you know conceding another trophy another medal for his country it only shows why he's the most decorated man in football history especially in europe but he's from you know south america but he's just an overall player he's played for major clubs he's won Basically everything he's won a World Cup. No, he hasn't won a World Cup. Did he win the? He was not in that team. Mm-mm. Nope, he has not won a World Cup. I was wrong on that one. But he's basically won everything else. If you think about it, That is true. Before we get into it, I appreciate you for having me here at your place, uh, Edgar. It has been uh, a pleasure, you know, to know you as a friend. You know, uh, you got your own thing going on. Thirty Easy. If you guys have any idea of that, is uh, you want to share a little bit about
1: that? Yeah, Thirty Easy is just. Uh clothing reselling company that i started about a year ago mainly focused on sportswear but um i do add little vintage pieces in there here and there uh yeah man i mean like i told you when i started this company i did it in my condo small room and that uh, i honestly felt like i didn't have enough space to you know get my mind straight to create uh these new ideas that i'm going to be coming out with
0: on my ig content because i mean I, when i look at your ig i feel like you're one of the most you know decorated men as well because you, you focus so much on not just sport clothing but you're all around person <laughs> so i can only imagine how much room you may need to you know
1: yeah i mean that's what i was telling to my girl store girlfriend. your shit away right <laughs> that's what i was telling my girlfriend melissa shout out to melissa um, you guys bought this house yes we congrats did this house thanks man appreciate that beautiful
0: we're on the top level right now yes sir watching some highlights of the euros as we spoke um earlier today and i was able to see your room uh that studio you got going on there and i was able to take some shots myself of you know the nice pieces you got mm-hmm. you know what are some great pieces that you've sold so far you came you you probably walked in out of nowhere at a thrift store or wherever you were buying it and you noticed then you were like whoa this is gonna be money how how is this here right now
1: wow great question um and i think you saw that shirt i think you probably got a shot of it it's that uh a colorful one a rainbow
0: oh really
1: yeah that's a 1992 grateful dead shirt
0: Let me try to look it up. I think I took a video of that, joint. Let me see. Yeah, I think you did. So what about it? What's so special about it?
1: What's so special about it is it was on a Wednesday morning, right? Um, I got to the thrift store early that day. You know, I hit the racks early and um, and I was, I don't know. I just wanted to hit the t-shirts rack real quick and I hit the extra large side right mm-hmm. um and then i was extra going, large you yeah. can't go wrong with the extra large you can man that's like one of the best sizes extra large or large to be honest with you um and i was going through the racks and then i saw this one i was like what the fuck is this it's so colorful and shit." I, think I, I didn't even know too much too about it you know i didn't read i didn't look at it too much i just it was like super colorful i was like i'm gonna get it you know i might keep it and then i was like you know after buying it and driving home i was researching it it's like looking it up nineteen ninety two, lithuania And I saw everything come up. I was like, holy shit. This shit's fucking popping. You know, this is when I first started, you know, this whole thrifting thing. You know, I wasn't you know, too knowledgeable about it. But, you know, as you do it, learn more. So, back to the story. When I was looking it up, I was like, holy fuck. This shit has so many comps on eBay. You know, eBay. (laughs) Oh, you looked it up. You look at all the sold comps. That's that's how you, like, you know, (laughs) kind of price stuff. But I don't really like pricing myself, like. Towards like EV prices I like to lower a little bit You know mm-hmm. Cause I know some people That want this stuff And you know Sometimes people can't afford Like the major crazy prices People be putting out So I saw that I was like holy fuck This shit's expensive man
0: How much was it?
1: How much is it going for? Yeah Like 300 And guess how much I paid I don't know like than 4 know, bucks
0: Less than 4 bucks?
1: Yeah <laughs> So this shirt The wendy behind this particular shirt Is from 1992 uh, Lithuania was it's a country, and they wanted to go to the Olympics. They didn't have the funds to go to the Olympics. So what Grateful Dead, Grateful Dead is a band. So they did like a fundraiser kind of to basically fund Lithuania
0: to go to the Olympics.
1: And I was like, I thought that was crazy. I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know,
0: and it's crazy that we're talking that you chose that shirt. And I came on with that shirt. I did not know that. That's that's something that, you know, that I just learned. And on the back of this shirt, I'll go ahead and put a snippet of it on Instagram. Once again, Tines, uh, here with Eric Guerrero. You guys can follow him at thrifty underscore easy. And you guys can look me up at Tinas Talk. The back of this shirt, bronze medal winners, Barcelona 1992. I mean, it's crazy. You know, we're talking about sports. We're talking about transfers. We're talking about... <laughs> medals here we're bringing in the champions we're talking about who won these major tournaments in you know the world of football football never stops that's one great thing about it i mean you just you, you know you go from playing clubs watching your clubs play barcelona matches to united you're a fan of your matches to united I'm a, I'm a fan of barcelona huge fan and you go right off from watching <laughs> your teams either winning at least one trophy or winning nothing To watching major countries go at it, and we had the honor to watch our countries go at it. You know, playing tournaments because I'm a Salvadoran. The Salvador no vemos a nuestro país. We don't see our country. You know, go anywhere when it comes to soccer. They were able to. They were able to go somewhere in uh, fútbol de playa, beach football. You know, beach soccer, and they're actually they actually just got eliminated not too long ago. They they lost against Bosnia. Uh, that's going on as well but we got the pleasure to see CONCACAF team close at it you know Mexico they, you guys made it to two finals and you guys also made it to uh to bronze you guys got bronze over there in the Olympics so as a Mexican how great did you feel watching all that I mean you had la copa de CONCACAF that you guys went against the United States and you guys lost both finals lost also against the united states <laughs> i'm not th- throwing any shade, you know what i'm saying the history between us Salvador and mexico when it comes to football you guys it's crazy you know uh, fuck him fuck fuck mexico when it comes to that <laughs> you know but it's a great country i love it how do you feel about that
1: i feel um excited because we're definitely progressing mm-hmm. um we are actually reaching finals i mean we do reach a lot of finals
0: and you guys win them too
1: uh, yes we do win um uh, but like Back to those two finals that just happened this summer, if you look back at those two games, you can see the quality that Mexico's playing. They play very different from when they played in the early 2000s. Now, it's a whole new format they're doing, like the formation, the way they're distributing the ball, the way they're scoring goals, the way they're using their wingers, the way they're using their striker. Totally different.
0: And a lot of good talent, too. I mean, you guys were able to maneuver around a CONCACAF Cup a gold cup and the olympics right. i mean and, and, the depth is and in one, Mets.
1: but and one thing um if you didn't notice each of those tournaments is a different squad these were all different squads. that's what i'm but trying to is. tell you yeah <laughs> and that's crazy it's insane it's insane you know and, and it, it, the way they played looked like they were playing like for years it's,
0: it's different it's almost as insane as pedri Playing all those tournaments right after clubs, it's like this one player is doing all of that, and this one team is doing all of that as well, and at the same time reaching two finals, and getting bronze at the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, I applaud! I, I applaud! I, all that hate there against y'all, but you know, yeah, I mean, it's just cause I applaud
1: that. Yeah, I mean, it's because you're jealous because you're not from Mexico, but um,
0: no, I, <laughs> I don't think I'm jealous, but or people, maybe others. I don't know if you're talking to me directly, but nah, you can't be jealous. Um, honestly, I do
1: enjoy. Watching Salvador play, too, because they play very well, too. But they're just not giving those funds, you know, in order to progress. And That's, that's a different sucked.
0: story Where if you want to, if you really want to touch the El I don't, to, I
1: don't want to get into that because it's a whole different topic. But I'm just I mean, saying, like, I feel like if they had, like, the funds, they would go for it. Let's talk have,
0: about it. Let's talk about it because we're talking about football. I mean, we're talking about CONCACAF. And, again, we don't really see these, you know, I, I don't really see El Salvador playing so well. This is one of the first years in my lifetime that... I actually I hope seeing my country up there. I mean, like you said about Mexico, they're progressing, and I feel like now that El Salvador's in good hands, you know, when it comes to, you know, coaching, this coach actually cares, and not just coaching, but the administration behind it. Uh, before it, they were selling themselves, they were winning, they were basically getting money for losing games, and. There's a big story behind all that because it's just corruption and this this world of football nowadays the money's almost taken over and I it's feel like, like it's running everything like yeah you know it it sucks because you're seeing it
1: and I feel like that's that's like that's so dumb like I don't understand what the concept of that like you might as well not have a team play soccer then if you guys are gonna do that I see you wanna you know get the I don't know, I guess it's all about money right uh, I see that they want to get rich people that are doing this you want to get rich but like what the fuck it defeats the purpose. Uh, soccer I feel like is for speak international right I feel like when it comes to international I feel like soccer for international teams it's important because it, it helps make the country happy makes the country together
0: but I not all like countries that. are like that not, not, not all yeah. broken countries there's a lot of broken countries and you South is one of the countries that it hasn't always it hasn't been completely broken but it suffers so much that it's starting to like build itself back up and I feel like it took over even soccer. It took, even, it took over the Selecta. Like, it took over it. And, you know, and 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 it and now the changes are happening. Like I said before, when you're in the good hands of, of good people, everything's going to maneuver the right way. And, and El Salvador was able to show that this tournament, El Salvador got new players, even though most of their players are almost extranjeros. They're from United States, born here. But it just goes to show the heart that... You know it takes for you to play for your international team. You know right. to know that your your family, your father, your mother is from here, and and to have a decision to play for two teams, and you're choosing, you know, a, a, a team like like El Salvador, and sometimes it happens with Mexico too. Like some people, it, they they bleed them colors. You know what I'm saying? Right. Regardless if they were born there or not, and it's like this tournament of uh, Gold Cup. You know, it showed that it. it showed that because it was up there.
1: Let me tapes. can I see one thing.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Um,
1: the reason why I love soccer so much two reasons why represent opportunity two things Re- what, are they, what are we meant represent for example if you're so good you can play for your international club right I mean international team right mm-hmm. and that shows like damn it shows like what, where you came from you know what I mean it gives you a chance to give back to that country for all the stuff they went through let me get back to them. Let me try to win a gold uh, trophy, gold medal, etc. What do I mean by opportunity? <laughs> it could be it could be two different things. One is you play soccer every day with your friends. You get really good at it. That gives you opportunity to grow as a human being, be successful in life, right? Get mm-hmm. to impact the world. Other opportunity when you watch soccer, when teams are going at it, any team can win. It's just that one opportunity they have to get. That's why I love watching soccer because any team can win. You know, two teams, 11-on-11, 11 11, you never know what's going to happen. Unless you're not know, Salvador and the game's not rigged, right? <laughs> but 11-on-11, 11 11, you don't know what's going to happen. Two teams going at it. Every team has talent. Because every player that's playing on TV, I feel like has talent.
0: Um, they got talent.
1: They're up there. They're talented, crazy.
0: yeah. They're talented. I mean, they can beat me. They can beat you. Yeah, of course. Exactly.
1: 100%. So, I feel like when I'm watching the game, I feel like any team can win. That's why I love watching it so much. And I, I like that it's hard to score a goal because that just gives them more chances, you know, to build and build and build and try to get that goal.
0: But how about that game that Honduras had against, uh, I think it was Haaland's uh, team or Norway. They got their ass with 9-0. <laughs> there was no chance for Honduras. So I, I, I believe that, that if the team is stronger and they come out drilling goals, I mean, I think there's, yeah. an, oppo- there's an opportunity for them to to keep playing, to keep sweating.
1: I, I see what you're saying, but to uh, play devil's advocate, it's not about the players. The players have the talent. It's about Coaching staff, yeah, 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 training to win, yeah, to win exactly, all man. Yeah. So, if you're losing that bad, like for example, we play FIFA, we lose, you want to quit because
0: I don't know why
1: that's up, to, that's on you, but I don't like to quit.
0: I think you're going at it, okay. Are you are, okay? We are not getting into this conversation because you know damn well that's not true, <laughs> you know. The, Ooh, we'll hey. be back, we'll be back, okay. guys. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> so, Mexico gets beat by United States in two finals. Here in the Gold Cup, I think it went to penalties, right?
1: Yes. uh, No, actually, uh, the beginning, the first game, no, no, no. It didn't go to penalties. I'm talking about the second, the Gold Cup. Oh, yes. That one went to penalties. That one went to penalties. Um, So the reason why Mexico lost, (sighs) it's a lot of factors, but the main factor towards the end was basically defender from Mexico. I don't want to say his name because I don't put him on blast. But if you look it up, you'll see. Him. You'll get the answer. So basically, he decides to take the ball and he wants to take the penalty shot. Thinking that he's hot shit. Thinking that he knows how to take PKs.
0: What's his name? Say his name. I don't I don't want to do that, man. It's just It's just a name. And
1: the first name supposed to see, That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Look it up. So this dude takes that fucking shot and he misses. He fucking ruins the whole fucking game. All those fucking minutes that were played by these fucking players ruined by 1PK. By 1PK. I'm mad about the players not telling him. Well, his teammates not telling him. Yo, chill out. This is important. Don't take this shot. Please. You're a fucking defender. You're not Ramos. One of the best defenders. (laughs) You're not Ramos. Don't take it. Give it to someone that knows how to fucking take PKs.
0: But United States, you can't take it away. They, I mean, they deserve to win, in my opinion. I mean, they, they've they been doing really well. I mean, their dad as well is playing, is doing really well. They didn't do well in the uh, Olympics, but I think that them winning the Gold Cup in CONCACAF uh, was very, uh, they deserved it. They deserved that The Gold Cup was, win, was won by United States. Uh, Qatar was one of the surprising teams that that were invited to the Gold Cup. And, you know, it was magnificent. I mean, USA is trying their best to come back up after missing the World Cup in the last, uh, in 2008, 18, 2018, and it, it's insane how that happened. I mean, everybody was in shock, and I think that they're going to do well, and they're going to make their way up until, you know, Qatar in 2022. Let's talk Euros. UEFA Euro 2020. Honestly, who were your favorites starting that tournament? Portugal, um,
1: Portugal? En- England. Um. Uh, yeah, that was it. Um, Portugal Por- and England? Yeah, Portugal and England because uh, Portugal has one of the greatest talents of all time. Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the best players out of La Liga. Um, top out of La Liga? Yeah, he played very well at La Liga. He's not in La Liga anymore. You
0: know oh, but he didn't come out of La Liga.
1: What do you mean? Like he played in La Liga? Oh before yeah, but
0: to, yeah, but he came out of Portugal. He
1: came
0: out of Portugal, yeah. That's yeah, I mean that's the team he plays for. Yeah. No, but when you said came out out of La Liga, it's like I thought.
1: Uh, no, he's been an asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, no, Cristiano Ronaldo. Hey, no doubt. Hold on, hold on. No doubt. Now, before we talk about the teams,
1: let's talk about Mister Eriksson.
0: Okay. Oh man, yeah. Part of the Euros was was what happened with Eriksson. I think it was it was very sad. I think it was the end of the match as well when, you know, I believe his heart gave out.
1: Um, yeah, he went under cardiac arrest. Uh, he was going towards the ball to um, receive a throw-in. And out of nowhere, he just started tiptoeing
0: and collapsed. Collapsed. Boom. Denmark, I mean. Considered dead at the
1: scene. He died. Considered, like, technically he said he died for a couple seconds. But um, the captain from Denmark. He, I don't know like he was just in in the zone you know he knew what to do so I want to hit the time to thank that dude man
0: all the Danes too I mean uh, all the Denmark players they gave their all the, during the entire tournament they made it to the semifinals yeah but we gotta give it to the captain I mean just to, you, you know the out, captain too you gotta
1: see
0: you no know, thank you for no I appreciate everything he did I mean Ericsson uh, he won't be able to play ever again. I mean he had to get a um what is it called? Uh it's like a basically like a machine they put like in your heart to There's a there's a word it for it it. yeah, I forget the name, but it monitors name, yeah.
1: basically his his uh, I think it's beep tremendous or something like that.
0: Yeah. yeah and it, it basically keeps him alive. It helps him alive. live.
1: It's crazy, and man, like like healthy, fit, footballer just collapsed out of nowhere, man.
0: You got to carry so you got to definitely yeah
1: like not drinking not smoking
0: i mean i'm pretty sure he doesn't do any of that but you just never know you no, know no, your, your health is very important
1: Lord, you know what i mean you never know um, but damn that was a scary moment for uh football fans for himself for his team for for live viewers very scary scene, man.
0: And Demar was able to make it all the way to the semifinals, and he lost against England, which I feel like they shouldn't have lost that game, in my opinion, because I feel like England was definitely the favorite of the of the referee.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, I like I the, thought it was I, bullshit because well, you know. Well, it's not cursed
0: now because it's making
1: kids viewers, but <laughs> think about it, man. England, honestly, to be honest with you, I was It was one of my teams I wanted to win, but they were kind of overrated. Super in my overrated. Opinion. I you don't know? think they
0: should have gone to that final. I believe that Denmark deserved to go to that final. Yeah. And But, but you know, England ended up going. And
1: but you got to pay respects to um, Italy. I think Italy shocked everybody. Uh,
0: no, of course. I was getting to that. I was getting to that. I mean, Italy went against Spain. And even Spain you got to give respect to because you never thought – you didn't. I never saw the way they were playing. The way they were, they they actually started losing, and they were sloppy. I mean, they had the whole thing going on with Morata. Uh, Spain wasn't looking like a team that was gonna end up being uh, in the semifinal, especially against Italy, especially in penalties.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't
0: see that coming. I, I mean, respect to all the four that went up there. I mean, less of respect for England because I just felt like they were carried. Um, even though they have massive talent, but definitely overrated in Spain, man. I mean, I, I didn't expect them to to reach that semifinal against a very, very, very solid and tough Italian squad. An Italian squad we haven't seen in years. I mean, if you talk about Italy, that's a, that's a senora, la senora vieja, you know what I'm saying? La, such a such a lethal team. I mean, Calini and Bonucci in the back and... They were shocking, like you said.
1: Very shocking, man. Like, the way they played was amazing. Like, they had a lot of skill, a lot of talent. a had a young talent. They had a lot of fast legs. Dude, they were moving. Um, yeah, man. Italy played a very
0: amazing Euros 2020. Amazing. Uh, I'm not. I feel like... I, f- I mentioned passion. I mentioned garra because... It started from the, the anthem, man. That squad... I believe that they were going to win the entire tournament when yeah, they started they, playing. I, mean, I think they knew. Nobody. And you have Belgium being ranked number one still after the fact that they didn't even like reach the semifinals. And Italy was just lost a more. They didn't even make it to the last World Cup. And for them to make that big bounce back.
1: You think because they didn't make the last World Cup, they were uh, fresh? Super fresh. Super fresh, super fresh, and I, mean, I think I think them not making it to World Cup allowed them to go back to the drawing board and, and figure out what, what was going on.
0: And I feel like like having that, you know, that mentality of a fucking ultra because they they're fucking ultras. That ultra mentality is gonna get you places, man. The motivation you you bring onto the pitch. The way you carry yourself while having the skills to pass the ball, to maneuver around, to show that you're a fucking boss. Italy did that. You know. And well deserved to win the Euro 2020. Copa America. Copa America. What a Copa America that was. I mean, I thought Brazil was going to win it just because, you know, of course I wanted Argentina to win. I wanted Messi to win it because he deserved there a while ago he deserved it in 2016 when i watched him over there in new york and he deserved it before that you know both finals went to penalties chile won and you know when it comes to penalties you never know but this time around argentina wins it
1: yeah i think to be honest with you speaking about that tournament i feel like that the tournament has so much talent Talented players, talented teams. That is a tough tournament, you know? You don't know what's going to happen. You got Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Uruguay, Colombia. Tough, tough teams, man. A lot of those players, man, they play in um, England, Spain, Italy, and they bring on that talent to that tournament, I feel like. That's why I feel like I enjoy watching that tournament. I honestly don't have a favorite team in that particular tournament, but I just watch it because I'm a fan of soccer, you know? And, wow, Argentina had a really good tournament. They kind of struggled, to be honest with you. They had a fight each game, I feel like.
0: They didn't dominate. That's what happens in South America, though. You got
1: to fight. Yeah, and there are actually
0: fights, literally. <laughs> um, you got to give your your all, man. Yeah, I mean, but in those fights,
1: guys a passion. Yeah.
0: A passion, you know? And that's what South Americans have. Yeah.
1: Passionate players. Uh but a lot of talent. A lot of talent. A lot of fucking talent. You don't know what's gonna happen in those tournaments. You know? Messi every, every game goes to like the last minute, I feel like. Messi gets fucked up. Slide tackle, kick, push, everything, man. <laughs> I I was the owner of Barça. I wouldn't want him to leave,
0: you know. You remember what happened to Neymar against uh, Colombia when yeah. he got injured? I mean, yeah, they're tough as fuck.
1: Yeah, it was Colombians.
0: I think Messi was bleeding at one point. A lot of players were bleeding. Mm-hmm. You know, you come out bleeding if you don't when you Legs, play against like, each other. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And then you
1: got to go play again. And then you got to play again. And then again.
0: And you got to keep playing when you're bleeding too. It don't matter. Yeah, you put a little band-aid on it. You keep going.
1: A little bandaid or or, or
0: uh, Vicks, a little Vicks. <laughs> <laughs> Messi wins like Copa America
1: Is that like his um, Junior World
0: Cup trophy? Is it like it? Is it like it? Have you thought about that? What do you mean is it like it? I mean like Because he's never won a World Cup before right? Yeah, He's never won a World Cup But many players have never won a World Cup
1: Many players have not won a World Cup Yes But a player He's been uh, in a World a Cup player. Panel. A player of his caliber. Like Ronaldo. Ronaldo like, Ronaldo Buanasario? Like, no. Cristiano? Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. Do you feel like those two type of players particularly? Do you feel like them winning the World Cup were will solidify their legacy? I
0: don't think so. Why not? I don't think they need it. I think they deserve it But I think that The era that I think Germany Dominated this entire Fucking era man I feel like The European Like football So you think They've been the most Consistent team Germany Yeah I think so Or France In the pants in or, the, France. or France which, With France
1: Okay and Then you gotta choose one team
0: In, you know, in that time frame I How think Germany Germany in that? That, in that time frame Germany okay.
1: Let's not go on a tangent. Let's save that for another podcast. Let's continue. Messi Ronaldo. Let's solidify their legacy. No, oh. no. Let's not get it too much. That'd be another podcast.
0: Okay. I mean, we're talking about Copa America. Yeah, but that's what happens when so you talk about Messi. The yeah. thing, the thing, you, you bring Messi up, and you, I don't know where you have to bring in Cristiano Ronaldo, and that is, and and it sucks because like, you can't have conversations about either of them without having to name the other one <laughs> and it's like it's like what the fuck like I'm we're talking about Messi winning his fucking Copa America let's enjoy the moment it's like fucking it was magnificent to watch you know what I'm saying yeah uh, you're a Manchester United fan you you like San Ronaldo more you know I seem to gain a lot of arguments over over fans that are more fans of 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 a player than their clubs
1: that can be honestly. That can be a, a whole different podcast.
0: Uh, it could Ronaldo, be. No. Ronaldo versus Messi. That it, just... That's what I'm saying. It could be. We could we could definitely make it happen. But we're talking about Messi winning the Copa America. It's just time, time scheduling and him focusing entirely in that Copa America and him having the right players around him. Him being able to provide him to be provided, for, you know, to be provided. He was a top scorer, top assistor in the whole tournament.
1: Yeah, I think he was a top player in that tournament.
0: Top player and well deserved for Argentina. I feel like. Brazil did kind of help him in a way. I feel like they were a little off. I don't know if there was a little mano escondida there. But, you know, Neymar, I feel like he was like Messi here. You deserve it type shit. Me, but uh, well-deserved, you know. Um, do you feel like Messi is happy? This? Of course. I mean, you sh- you, you saw it all, all over the media. I mean, he was, he was super happy. He... He was going through a phase where you know he weren't he wasn't sure of uh, he was sure about his how how his summer was gonna end, but he wasn't sure if he was gonna win La Copa America, which he's tried to win so many times already and he's failed. Argentina has failed after so many years, over twenty years of not a major trophy. You know it's it, it's crazy to think because if you think of Argentina what you trophy though, what, know? what, what trophy? World Cup. Exactly world cup but they've been to that final if we're just gonna be another podcast they've been to that final and that final if you really watched that final, if you really watched who should have won and but didn't i mean that one goal fucked everything up not being biased not being biased i'm gonna watch it again when they we'll watch the whole game and do let's podcast. watch it let's watch it we can we talk about so many things i mean honestly you know we're gonna get into it later about messi because he's such a top player in my opinion one of the greatest in my opinion one of the best ones that to ever touch the the, the, the pelota to ever touch the ball i mean he, he's a magician and argentina won the copa america fair and square and we know that you know he deserved it a while ago
1: 100 mm-hmm. i mean messi ended up getting his title for the summer um do you think he's gonna go back uh, to the world cup
0: He's definitely. I think his focus is going to be in the World Cup um, after a decision he just made. I heard that in his newest contract, that he, I don't know if was just, I just, don't know if it's a rumor, but it's he wanted to let them know that he was going to prioritize his country, especially because the um, the qualifying matches for the World Cup are coming up. What are the uh, coming up? They're know? coming up in about a week or two. September. Uh, they're coming up soon. Uh, the leagues all-around just started, which we're going to get into in a little bit. And in his contract, he basically stated that I want to be ready for my team, my national team, and I want to be able to to go to those games when they call me up. And I, that, that's respect. Olympics. As I mentioned earlier, Brazil ended up winning gold. Spain, silver. And Mexico, bronze. Big achievements for even Spain and in Mexico, I mean... I mean, not only
1: that, to be honest with you, it's like a peek at the future. Because a lot of those teams
0: were like the U20. The youth, Yeah, and yeah, they were the youth players, man. Like 23. Uh-huh. So we got... Uh, and for the women, I mean, you had Canada winning their first ever Olympic gold. You know, in women's soccer. They beat Sweden, and you had um, U.S the women national team for the USA coming in bronze, which was unexpected. Yeah, I mean, it was,
1: I was very shocked that the U.S. women national soccer team did not come out with the goal. I mean, they were everybody's favorite. He thought they were going to win and dominate. But I don't know what happened. I mean, I don't want to get into it, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of factors into it. But, yeah, it was crazy, but, congrats to the Canadians I mean they came out with gold I mean and you
0: got- honestly the Olympics overall I mean they, they were in uh, Tokyo it was a different time but it was a lot of, a lot of things going on over there uh, you had you have so many different sports being played and Fernando Palomo was over there actually you know working for ESPN, making shit happen over there so the Olympics were definitely astonishing you had that uh that track runner that uh, was taken out of, uh, because of, you know, using marijuana. There was a lot of speculation that of that on the media. You had the gymnastics. There was so much going on, you know, at the same time it was hard to keep up with. But we're talking soccer, we're talking football. And Congress to Brazil and the Canada squad of um, for winning gold after... Basically, all the international football, all the summer madness going on, Euro, Copa America, go Cup, Olympics. Then the transfer window comes. Wow. Because football is, you know, club football is back. Yes. The leagues are back. It's back. Today, Serie A began, you know, Inter, Milan coming in, uh, coming on over, winning 4-0 after selling their top scorer in the last season after winning. You know, finally dethroning Juventus. You know, of their throne, winning four zero. They lost Lukaku to Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, big transfers going on around the world. I mean, right, Lukaku. I, mean, I didn't expect him to leave so soon, though. From Inter. Yeah, I mean.
1: <laughs> to get, I mean, even City. I mean, City is Typically, it's going to be Inter Milan,
0: Juve. Not typically, man. Typically, you man. don't think Inter- so? Inter Milan just came on the come up right now. They, yeah, they had t- that, they had t- that, that big drop. I'm,
1: I'm talking about prior. Uh, I'm talking about this is from... Uh, I'm talking about... This game, I'm getting the stats from last season. Oh, last coming season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming yeah. to this current one. Correct, okay? correct. You're right. Uh, You would think, you know, Juve, Inter Milan, AC Milan's playing good.
0: Roma. I mean, you got Roma coming in with Jose Mourinho. I'm going to call it
1: the revelation.
0: <laughs> yeah. You think so? Maybe. Got a lot of good players coming in.
1: They do? Hungry, ready to win. Who did
0: you transfer there?
1: Uh, t- Tammy Ambram from Chelsea. Oh, yeah. The striker. The striker. Young striker. I mean, I feel like M- Mourinho's tactical playing style, like he likes to play two strikers, well, two forwards, like basically two forwards only at a time. They go up, but mostly, but mostly def- basically depend on defending and then that counter. That's what he likes to play. And I feel like that didn't fit Manchester United. We'll get that. Talked about in different podcast. But I think his playing
0: style or his formation
1: style is probably going to suit Roma.
0: Another player that went to uh, Aseria from Premier League is uh, Oliver Giroud. He went to AC Milan.
1: Yeah. I mean, does Zlatan does play for AC Milan still? He
0: still plays. He's still going to continue with them, I believe. He signed another contract? I believe he did. Wow. I think he's going to continue playing. I mean, wow. He, one of the top players out there. He still plays. I mean, he's the karate man.
1: He is the karate man. Uh, yeah, know, I mean, oh, Love of Judo went over there. Uh, I think uh, Roma sold one of their players, Pedro. Pedro left? Pedro left. He went to uh, Lazio. Mm.
0: Oh, that's because Jose Mourinho doesn't fuck with Pedro. He didn't like him at Chelsea. Mm. Remember? I didn't know that. I mean, Fabricio, if you guys want to follow Fabricio. Romano, he's on Twitter, he's one of the top players, he's not a top player, he's one of the top journalists in Europe, he knows He knows it all when it comes to, you know, transfers, I mean, he's to the notch, I think that I was, I was stuck on that page for a while trying to see, you know, well I see it right here, former Barca and Chelsea striker Pedro joins Lazio from AS Roma on a free transfer, it was completed two days ago, wow, you know, Fabrizio's on it. I think he was one of the first ones to mention, you know, uh, the completion of Jadon Sancho over to Manchester United. How do you feel about that transfer? I mean, not just that transfer, but you got Rafael Varane from Real Madrid, a decorated man.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you can tell by from the signings from uh, Oleg on a Sunshark uh, that he really wanted him attack minded Manchester United team um he has a lot of quality forwards midfielders defenders he has a lot of good players to choose from and i think that's what every coach wants you want to have options and it's good to have all those players because people think about premier league premier league premier league but i think about all the tournaments that manchester is involved in they got champions league they may win in this year they got fa cup okay they have maybe international breaks right from the players. They may get injured. You know what's going to happen. Like Rashford, he's out for maybe like one or two months with a soldier in- shoulder injury because he was playing the Euros with the messed up shoulder. So that can happen too. You know, so many variables. My boy Jesse Lingard was on loan at West Ham. Okay. He came back? He came back because he proved himself at West Ham. The dog.
0: <laughs> the Lord J-Ling They call him the Lord over there I think they call him the GOAT
1: The GOAT But he's a good He's a Manchester United player So
0: how do you feel about all around Manchester United How they're going to do in the Premier League Now that the Premier League just began I mean uh, You guys have a game tomorrow right?
1: Yeah we do have a game tomorrow 9am um, so That's why I'm my Niagara Play soccer tomorrow Because I got to watch my team play I'm a Huge fan of Manchester United so they'll play tomorrow at 9 Breaking news Breaking news. Who are they playing? Uh, they're playing against
0: Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. Southampton. It's gonna be a very good game. Uh, yeah. Liverpool's so. back to their winning w- ways. You know. I mean,
1: if you watched last week's games, uh, Mister.
0: Who? Yeah, he was able to Tottenham, be Tottenham Hotspur with the with the debut of uh, since we're talking about transfers. The debut of Um,
1: Yeah, he didn't play
0: well. But they won won today 5 0. Or yesterday 5 0.
1: Yeah, but I'm thinking about last week when uh, he played against Tonham Hospital. He played awful because Tonham, I think they shaped up very well with his new coach.
0: And he's a top player. He was transferred for over 100 mil.
1: Yeah. And Tonham just shut it down. But I think. I think the way they're they're playing is is suits them in the players because the way Mourinho had them set up was similar to Manchester A lot of defense, counter defense, counter attacking, and not to you know play down Spurs, but they didn't even have the top player either, Harry, Harry Kane. So you wow. think he's gonna leave
0: anytime soon or maybe next summer? I
1: mean, I feel like that game just shows you. They don't need
0: him, but that game shows you. Hey, there could be more done with him on the field too. Imagine not, how he could play. Not
1: necessarily, because yeah, think about it. But you're talking, you're
0: talking about the options, though. You're talking about options. You're talking about how important it is to have all these options and all these signings and, and have top players. Yeah, I think, I, you know, I think he should stay. Where's he gonna go? Who's gonna pay? Who's gonna pay that amount of money right now? I mean, right? But yeah, think
1: about it, man. That that type of. quality.
0: Keep it honest. Talking about these transfers, while the Grealish transfer was going on, the biggest news of them all: Lionel Andres Messi, cositine,
1: the
0: thirty-four-year-old Argentinian leaves the club he loves the club that saw him grow, the club that gave him the opportunity to become the greatest of them all. In a year that you thought that he was going to stay after him himself giving in a fax, a borough fax, that he wanted to leave the club due due to the lack of importance given by the board. I'm a, Bar- I'm a Barcelona fan, I'm a real coolie, and it was devastating news for Messi to leave due to La Liga regulations and the rules they have behind the financial aspects of it. And the way the money's been moved around in Barcelona in the past six years, in the past ten years almost, has been very, very stupid. To to um And they just lost. Can I bounce off that? They just lost the best player because of it. So was it because they couldn't afford him or is it just they could no longer afford him. They can't they can't even afford anything. They're in debt. They are in massive that I think he's almost a billion so why are they because they don't want to leave there's a lot of crap going on in that club right now behind closed doors behind closed doors there's a lot of things going on that cause Messi to leave Messi apparently the contract was firm and, and lethal that's what they're saying that he was going to stay he had reduced 50% apparently of his salary and apparently, if he if, if he could if he if he did reduce more than fifty, the league because of the rules wasn't going to believe that he reduced more than fifty. They were going to go what was on paper, which is fifty fifty. But Barcelona didn't even have enough to do fifty for him. So they can't afford Messi. No? They can't afford Messi. But at the same time, it's crazy because people talk about the contracts that he's had along the way. He's had over you can say over eight contracts, and it's like. You've handled his contracts very bad. You know, you you've as a club, as a, as a president, you gotta look at shit like that. The signings that they made were dumb. They didn't fit. there was no interest in making the team any better? They didn't fit uh, Barcelona. They didn't fit Barcelona's style. You know. Give me examples, please. For example. You could talk about Griezmann. Okay. You could talk about Coutinho. Okay. You already have a number 10 there. Those two players are number 10s. They played that style of play. You know, they're coming from being the man. You know, they already had that role right there. Messi was t- overtakes that role. You can't bring in somebody to do Messi's role because it's not going to work. What if he gets injured? What if he get- <laughs> Messi's not the type to get injured like that either way, you could okay, what if it gets Andrew but you're not gonna sit that player down. You're gonna go ahead and and, and bench them? It's not gonna be fair to, I mean you you paid a hundred mil for that player to come to the squad and you're gonna bench him because Messi's not. So you, you you instead of getting those players, you gotta get other players. You gotta worry about defense. That's one that's one of the major things that they missed on. Their defense. Instead of signing great defenders, or even a great center defensive mid that could cover better than Busquets. are old. you could be talking. they are old. Yeah, you you can't be d- making these dumb decisions. I mean, you signed Malcolm. You signed uh, who else? Uh, Paulinho, which wasn't which wasn't that bad. Vidal, old ass head. The, uh, Dembele. Dembele, even injured prone. I mean, there's been chaos behind that administration that allowed. Messi to leave for free to a team that's one of the biggest rivals for Barcelona. Which is? Paris Saint Germain, PSG. After getting major signings for free, Sergio Ramos, they took away Real Madrid's captain and Barcelona's captain. How crazy is that? I didn't think about that. Sergio Ramos went for free from Real Madrid after more than 10 decades. Decades, what the fuck? More than 10 years. More than a decade. And then you get a world-class goalkeeper that just came off of winning the Euro 2020, a young Buck. With the mentality of his, you get him for free, Donnarumma, and you only pay 60 million for a top signing from an Inter Milan player. They came from Real Madrid as well. And then who else?
1: Liverpool.
0: And Wijnaldum, a top player that was also going to. Apparently, there was a lot of rumors Barcelona. that he was going to go to Barcelona, but because of that, you see how they take. PSG has taken many signings away from Barcelona. They haven't allowed any of their players to come to Barcelona. I think after them losing Ronaldinho to them, they were probably better. They were coming after Barca. I mean, there have been the blowouts in the Champions League. You know, vice versa. So they, they may actually... Neymar. They took Neymar away from Barcelona too.
1: Let me ask you this.
0: How will Barca be without Messi? Well... As a Barcelona fan, it's still shocking to me to be honest. Which is taking a little long for and, and you have cried about it. I did cry, I did cry. It's crazy because the story behind how I started being a Barcelona fan. it didn't start because of Messi. You know, it didn't start because of of the current era. You know, it started because of Saviola, another Argentinian, you know, El Conejito. It started because of Xavi Hernandez, the way he used to play with the ball. You know, and mm-hmm. Ronaldinho came and I, I grew up with those colors basically imprinted you know I'm an Aguila fan too but growing up what do you do you watch TV you watch soccer you watch football you play football you're inspired you inspire yourself by what you watch you wanna be like Ronaldinho you wanna be like a Xavi Hernandez and then I don't know there's this kid that comes fresh a kid that that's been part of Damasia, a kid that you know you you have seen grow up in the club and you've seen him win all these trophies and to learn so much behind great players like Xavi Hernandez and Iniesta to play Alongside Thierry Henry, he played with it oh, He played with Slatan. I mean, you saw the man play with uh, Guili, You saw him play with Deco. I mean, you, you saw him play with Silvino. You saw him play with uh, with uh, Alves. Samuelto. Eto'o. You saw him play with all these players during. It's been over twenty Nietzsche. years, twenty one years that he was at that club. Yeah, and he became the greatest of all time. Six Ballon Ordas later. Four Champions League later. It's accepted. Six trophies in a year. 90. Over 90 goals in a year. You see all those glories get basically taken from you momentarily. It's shocking news. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it at first. And I think the most shocking thing for me was him going to that club. Him going to PSG. I feel like if he would have chosen a different club, I'd I'd be more chill about it. But I just feel like, damn, bro. I mean, he came out on his presentation and started balling. I was actually on my way to the beach with my girl, and I had a TV on, uh, not a TV, the phone on, you know, the phone holder, and I started crying, bro. <laughs> Sad news. Sad news. You lose. You lose one of the best. But Barcelona, they have a lot of work to do. The defense is part of the problem, and they showed it today. in In a match against Atletico Atletico Bilbao, La Liga has started too. You know, Messi leaving will hurt. Maybe for a while, it's going to be shocking to see. He has yet to make an appearance in League One. He has yet to start. Apparently, he was actually in Barcelona not too long ago. I mean, that's always going to be his home. He yeah, even he said it. He Barcelona, went back. He went back to do some, maybe he went to do some things, but... Because Barcelona's always going to be his home. I mean, he grew up there. That's all he knows, basically. I mean, he has Argentina, but the kid was taken, you know, at such a young age to Barcelona. And he's been playing there ever since. And you know the good thing is that Paris, and, you know, isn't too far away from Barcelona. And it was it was a very really quick choice. I feel like Paris Saint-Germain worked very very hard for them to get that signing. How did you how did you feel about that about that news when you when you heard about it? I mean, Messi is a world class player. Messi, I mean, it basically stopped the internet.
1: Yeah, I feel like um,
0: it was a shocker.
1: I thought he was going to Man City, but. I think I mean Man City wasted most of their funds on on Mr. Grealish. I think they knew what was happening. They wouldn't have signed Grealish. I think they would have taken Messi.
0: You think Messi would have gone there? Yeah. I think Pep would have convinced him. You think Pep? Pamp- I mean, he had more convinced mates over there at the PSG than he would have than he would have at uh. You England. think so? I think so. You think this is Argentina? I think there was a lot to do with a lot of everything, man. I feel like it's more than just, oh, my God, it came out of nowhere. And there was a picture that was roaming around about him hanging out with the PSG mates, you know, right before the news broke out. I mean, they could say it was a coincidence. Yeah, you could say that. But at the same time, it's like, ooh, that's a big coincidence. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, they have, they have, they have a number of Argentinians over there, like the
0: coach Argentina, a few of his players. And not just that. Di Maria. And said, Neymar. Yeah. One of his best friends. Yeah, one of his best friends. But at the same time you have Sergio Agüero coming in from Manchester City on a free transfer to come play with you. It's just crazy, it's shocking for everything to go down like that. was the president of the of the liga. You know, basically was keen on that decision. And I feel like Florentino had a lot of mano... Mano in that. I feel like there was a little bit of everything there because with this whole Super League talk, it is not over. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of talk about so many changes coming in football that Messi going to PSG could be a big piece of it all. And money's moving the game right now. Money is just moving the game. And it could... It won't it won't destroy it because the game is that is that great, but it could harm it a little bit.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean the transfer window was crazy, man. Crazy, crazy signings. I just can't wait to see how the leagues turn out this season.
0: and The leagues, I mean, but this league already started. How do you feel about that league? I mean, we know that Bayern Munich is always dominating it. Uh, we know Dorman's always always catching up, always playing catch-up in that league. Uh, I think it's going to be the same,
1: you know, Dorman, They lost. They
0: lost today. Who? Dormen lost 2-0. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean they're not going to win every single game, but I feel like it's going to be like Dormen. And, uh, and Bayern still? Yeah. Hopefully, there's a surprise. I mean, there was a surprise in, in the last league of uh, League One, France. Yeah. Lille actually came on top. Uh, but now, what do you think? Uh, Messi has yet to play a game, but... Are you excited to see them play? Are you going to be one of the ones that are going to be watching?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch. I want to see Some how... Highlights. No, I'm actually going to watch a couple of games, you know. Uh, I respect the game, so I'm not going to be biased on the team. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I just want to see how PSG lines up. I want to see how um, uh, Pochettino lines up his players. It's going to be really hard
0: to pick these positions because, you know, you got to pay Messi as a cam. Oh, quote-unquote. La Liga. How do you feel about La Liga coming up? I mean, Barcelona looks shaky today. There's a lot of a lot of changes coming up, especially with Messi leaving. Atletico, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, always a threat, especially after winning last season. And Real Madrid.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like the league is it's uh it's it's gonna be a balanced league now. It's not just gonna be like you know typical Barca, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid. I think it's gonna be a balanced league. Um. Yeah, I mean that's what I honestly get. I got from like what the transfer window, especially. I feel like the transfer window was really big in in La Liga. I think La Liga was impacted the most because a lot of star players. I don't want to name any, any uh, players, but a lot of star players left La Liga with the different leagues. So I feel like La Liga is going to be more balanced. With people getting
0: each other. What other player left that there was such an impactful player like Messi? A lot of them. Like who? My line. <laughs> give me your name because I don't know but the league is definitely going to be balanced out I feel like I mean in today's game showed the Atlético Bilbao beating Barcelona it's going to be exciting I feel like it's still going to be exciting to watch uh, a lot of plastic fans out there to leave the clubs I mean Real Madrid had a bunch of fans going to juventus and just like right now a lot of, a lot of fans from Barcelona going to PSG but I don't feel like it's going to lose any interest like, you know, it's going to look a lot of interest, but I don't think it's going to damage it so much, especially because now it's on ESPN.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like La Liga is going to be more of a balanced league now because they lost one of the star players in La Liga, which is Messi, right? And that's what, that was one of the biggest players after post-Cristiano Ronaldo. There was no more Cristiano versus Messi. It was now Messi, last season, right, which is Messi, right, in the, La Liga. But now Messi's gone, and you have all these teams... It's going right. to be interesting. You yeah, never know. It's, it's going to be a balanced league.
0: Yeah, and I'm excited. And, you know, as, as we were mentioning earlier, Liverpool bouncing back. Manchester City doing well after, you know, winning 5-0. They're showing that they had a little hiccup against Tottenham, which always have a number against them. And Manchester United making great signings and looking solid, have a game tomorrow at 9 a.m. Chelsea showing that they're dominant as well. There's, yeah. The top six, I mean, Arsenal, you can't put them in the top six anymore because they're awful, but who do you think could take the English Premier
1: League? Uh, honestly, I'm going to go with uh, Manchester United, of course. I mean, of
0: course you're going to say Manchester United. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but
1: to be honest with you, uh-huh. I feel like I feel like the Premier League, this season is going to be the most watched league, yeah. the most games watched because I've never seen a season where they have this many stacked up players spread out throughout the Six, seven, eight teams, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like every single team has a uh, an exceptional star
0: player. I feel like, and I feel like it's gonna be exciting season, and I can't wait. Manchester United, so you got Manchester United winning. I mean, they were up there last season, so they made some massive changes this season. So I can only see them progressing, uh, you know, being up there with Liverpool and Manchester City. You know, and Chelsea, it's going to be very tough to find out the winner. I mean, Leicester City is one of the, you know, always top contenders after making that, you know, history win in two thousand fifteen, I believe. Yeah, they, it, it's insane. I mean, the, the all the all round teams in that league is, is going to show out. And
1: then also Arsenal, I think they had like the most youngest uh, squad out of the whole out of the whole league. A lot of young talent. Definitely uh-huh. the
0: most interesting league and. In, and it's going to be exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, already, all the leagues have already began and everything's going to lead over to the Champions League. Cherry on top. Champions, Champions League. League. Oh, my gosh. So another much. another season. Another season that could be down yeah. for Barcelona. The drama. <laughs> drama. Drama on the rise. I mean, whew. I mean, you got Paris Saint-Germain being lethal now. You think all the pressure's on them now? There's a lot of pressure on Manchester United, San Germain.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on every team that's in Champions League because they all want to win, you know. That's one of the the biggest tournaments. Top favorite. In a club. Uh, top favorites going to be Manchester United, uh, Madrid, Juve, um,
0: PSG. Juve? Yeah. yeah. Top favorites on my side. Of course, Bayern Munich, always a, a top favorite. They have a massive squad. You know, I could say Barcelona, but realistically, you know, they're not out there right now. They 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 need a lot of work unless, unless they pick, you know, themselves up and find a solution to the problems in the back. I can't see them lifting that Champions League trophy. Unfortunately, of course, I'm going root to root for them and hopefully they can surprise us with a massive change. I mean, we got Griezmann up top and we got, you know, Memphis who's showing out, you know, and... Uh, But uh, I I could say top five right now. Bayern Munich definitely, maybe they won't win it all, but they're going to be up there. Chelsea's going to be up there as well. They still have a very young, lethal squad with uh, Tuchel. You know, young Pulisic, you know, being one of the stars in the mix with Mason Mount. You know, we could could talk about Liverpool being up there already because Van Dijk is back and he's looking solid like he never left.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the season champions is going to be hectic.
0: Paris Saint Germain and
1: dramatic. It's gonna be a dramatic season of Champions League. To be honest with you,
0: and Paris Saint Germain is definitely gonna to have to be up there because after the signing of Lionel Messi, the the pressure's on them. I feel like if they don't win this with the greatest ever, and then it's just it takes more than just Galactico style play. Yeah, it takes know. more than just having the the greatest players on the squad. I mean, Real Madrid are big example of that because when they had sidane alongside ronaldo alongside kaka alongside all these other players they didn't make that champions league yeah i mean yeah final kind of, and they didn't win it 100 percent, man i can't wait
1: for the season to start um uh, it was just, honestly this was a great conversation football.
0: very great conversation i appreciate you having us here uh tina's talk is uh, a big project that i've started and you were able to help me out from the beginning and i appreciate that that's why it makes me happy to be able to bring you on board for many of the episodes that i've created and soon you'll have your own and i'm excited to to show the world what you're all about drifty is you want to come up
1: yes sir yes sir making big things happen just
0: wait on it Major talk on the way, you already know how it goes, making it happen once again. Celotina is on the mic alongside Eric Guerrero logging off.